In kindness always is a way of being, growing and evolving. Your words, actions and contribution are your global heart print, your legacy. Welcome to the In Kindness Always podcast. I'm Amanda Mackay, sound healer and kindness advocate. This is where we create conversations, spark ideas and explore your emotional evolution. In the last episode, I was talking about a message I received in a meditation. So I wanted to actually have a chat about meditation in this episode because it's something that I've done for quite a long time. I've been meditating for about 32 years and I have done all different kinds of meditation and um, I'm in a place now where my meditation is integral for my healing work Mm. and what I create. It's where I get all my ideas and downloads and things like that. So I wanted to talk about it because I know a lot of people who meditate and are in various stages and uh, places with their meditation. Some people are very consistent, some people aren't, some have just started. So, you know... Mm. I get people talking to me a lot about meditation. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it would be really interesting for us to have a little chat about that. Mm. And the, the thing that I've noticed a lot is people get very caught up in how they should be doing it. Yeah. There's no rules really, is there? Well, I don't think so. I mean, there are some really um, fantastic meditations like Dr. Joe Dispenza does amazing, mm. amazing, amazing work. He's fantastic. And his are done in a sequence because they build the work so you can go and do your training courses with him. Yeah. And um, it's a very real reason why there's that structure yeah. to it. And uh, his meditations are life-changing. Mm. But I think that... A lot of people get, have a fear of getting it wrong. Mm. Like that, it has to be a certain way. Yeah. Uh, and some people just do not want to sit or lie down and do a meditation. No. It just does not hold their interest. Yeah. So I always say to people, you can make your meditation cooking, mm. gardening, walking, painting. It doesn't matter what it is. You could be building, you know... A birdhouse. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. You play guitar. Yep. Those things are meditation for people. Yeah. It's really about the space that you bring yourself into. If you can get more or less lost in something and time isn't real, mm. that's a meditation. Yeah. And that feeling's amazing, isn't it, when you get in that zone? Yeah, because meditation is about bringing yourself into alignment. Mm. So if, the, if you can't feel time... That's when you're aligned because you're you're in complete flow. Yeah. So it's, uh, I think that it comes down to things like perfectionism. Mm. People want to get it right. Yeah. Because they think that's going to make it better, or um, they are worried about um, the inner critic. Yeah. I think subconsciously, because people criticise themselves a lot. Yeah. You know. Like, oh, I'm just not getting that right. Mm. I don't really think we need to get that structured about 
meditation in a general sense because you're actually losing the point. Yeah. So uh, this is where forgiveness comes in too <laughs> because um, you need to forgive yourself for even thinking that I need to get in this path of getting this exactly right and, mm. you know, I I have, <laughs> I have children that I have... Um, you know, ferried around to so many different um, activities uh, over the years. Luckily now most of them are driving and they can do their own stuff. But I spent a lot of time waiting in car parks Mm -hmm. over the years (laughs) and that's where I would do my meditation. Wow. Just sitting in a car, in a car park, waiting for someone to come out of ballet or something (laughs) like that. So you don't have to have the perfect environment Mm. or anything like that. Now, the beach is such a lovely place too, yeah. to do meditation. I did that recently. Yeah. It's so pretty wh- cool. Wherever you find yourself, mm. you can bring yourself into that beautiful space and into alignment quite easily. Mm. And for me, I only started meditating not quite two years ago. Mm. So that's that's a big change for me. And I know you and I talk about it quite a lot. Yeah. Um, you keep telling me, do your meditation, do your meditation. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> See, on the train. Yeah, and I do. I I occasionally do it on the train, but I'm finding I'm doing meditation in different ways, like painting for me lately is my big thing. And I'm like, I didn't meditate today, but I did paint. Same, same. Yeah, or some other creative pursuit, you know, that Mm. just switches you off and takes you to another place. I think that that really does it for me. Because when I try to do a really structured, like, guided meditation now Mm. I have trouble switching off (laughs) because I'm thinking about all the little things that are going on and I'm listening to all the nuances of it um so for me sometimes it can be hard to switch off so just going with the flow of what feels good I think is really important it is and I think it's difficult sometimes for people to follow guided meditation Mm. because your mind takes over so meditation is really about learning how to uh, separate the mind mm. as well and let that go because for most people the mind is in control of everything mm. and the true part of meditation is actually the mind not being in control the mind is fantastic to get us where we need to go and doing things and it's it's something that's very necessary for us mm. but you know anyone who's listening who's had thought loops and can't get out of their head and you know, they go to sleep and their mind just starts racing and things Mm. like that, this is where the meditation comes in. And I remember being 19 years old and I would go to bed, my head would hit the pillow and then my mind would not shut off. It would just race and race and race and race. Mm. So I had to really learn how to stop that Mm. and then... Then when you can do that, your meditation is very different. Yeah. Because the mind tells you you're wrong. The mind tells <laughs> you not you're doing it the right way. The mind tells you you should be not lying here, mm. but you should be up doing something else more important like buying a shopping list or, <laughs> you know, not really that important things. But meditation is important because it brings us back down in our nervous system as mm. well. It calms everything down. Yeah. And the nervous system is very important to uh, keep healthy mm. because if we run it too ragged and then our adrenals get too tired, then we've got no inner energy. Yeah. And, and our power, our inner power in our solar plexus yeah. 
then is depleted as well. Yeah. Um, it's funny, I was talking to someone uh, very spiritual um, last weekend and uh, he mentioned that um, true meditation is silence. Absolutely. Like just total silence. Mm. And that could be hard for some people to deal with, absolute silence. Oh, yeah. Mm. Because our community is structured for noise and distraction. Mm. Everything Everything has to be a noise. Everything has to be something. You have to be busy. You have to, you know, be watching television or mm. listening to something. Or it's the, probably the worst space yeah. for us because our body responds neurologically all the time to all of that stimuli. Yeah. And you really do need more space than just when you're sleeping mm. to bring that back into balance. Yeah. And that's where... Balancing the mind and getting into the silence comes in. Yeah. And there is actually, um, pretty sure it's Kinslow who wrote a book on creating that space in the mind. Mm -hmm. So uh, how you actually stop the thoughts. So you're sitting or lying down and you're noticing the thoughts that are coming and going and then... You stop it. But you consciously, because you have to practice this, mm. you're consciously thinking, okay, after this next thought there's going to be a space. And it might be the briefest of briefest mm. moments, but you've done it. Yep. And then the idea is actually stretching that time in between so you don't have this constant stream of thoughts. Mm. Overriding your life. Yeah. So when I do my meditation, I can see the mind as a separate thing now. Mm. That can be running or it's not actually running but it's like the, the mind's there as a separate thing but I can feel the meditation. It's like the meditation is through the soul and the body yep. and the mind is separate outside of that. Mm. So that. That took a while. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't just happen. <laughs> it took a lot of meditation and awareness and, you know, I do a lot of this kind of stuff because it's mm. my work as well. So it took time but you can actually then bring that as a separate thing mm. and notice it for what it actually is. It's not actually you. Yeah. It's all your belief systems. It's all those life patterns that you learned, all those energetic uh, things that were passed down through family, you mm. know, like what your traditions are, all of those sort of things that runs through the mind and that's our benchmark. Yeah. Which is really our criticism. Yep. Our perfectionism. And underneath all of that, punishment and shame and all of those emotions that we're not really aware of but run through how we've been taught to do things mm. subconsciously. I'm not saying any parent would actually consciously hand that on to their children, but these are how the, the family patterns happen that yeah. we need to break, mm. whether it's a belief about money and poverty or, you know, where you should actually be living or what you should actually be doing in life or mm. the type of person you should be. Yeah. So that that all runs subconsciously. So meditation is like it's about splitting that off mm. 
and actually getting back to the essence of who you are. So um, meditation is becoming super popular nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm even noticing uh, at, at work they're going to be doing some meditation sessions um, for International Women's Day, which I'm super excited about. That's excellent. Um, but it's, it's starting to come into workplaces now. That's good. To help with, mm. you know, the mental well-being of people because we're so switched on all the time, just taking that five, ten minutes to switch off and reboot. Um, you know, a proper meditation can almost be like a, a few hours sleep um, mm. if done well. Yes, and if you have meditation really as part of your life, you will find that you're actually more creative and more productive mm. by doing less. Yeah, because meditation then is actually a way of life. Mm. You're not getting super stressed about things. Yeah. You're not getting overwhelmed and overloaded by stuff that actually really does not matter. Mm. You know, worried about something you said to someone, you know, what did they think? What about this? Da, 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 da. <laughs> Chances are they probably didn't hear you <laughs> or they... They've forgotten about it because they're worried about their own stuff. Yeah. You know, and then that, that – I, I have had clients where they will constantly think about things that they said, you know, three weeks ago mm. to someone and that person doesn't even remember yeah. what they're talking about if, if they talk about it to them. Mm. But then when we've done um, some more healing work and some more sessions mm. and we've got to – those feelings of anxiety and shame and blame and done some healing on those things, they really do not have that inner critic going yeah. so much. Yeah. It's like it's been retired, <laughs> given a golden watch and <laughs> sent away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it just makes life so much easier. Yeah. Because you, your body's not holding all that stress and tension all the time and worried about... Things that you know don't exist, and you really come up in our mind. Yeah, and you're really experiencing peace. Yes, which (laughs) is actually um, what you're experiencing is who you truly are. Mm. Because I went through that process of keep putting the spaces between thoughts with a client once, and I said to them, "Can you feel that?" And they said, yes, that's who you really are. Mm. And they just started crying. Yeah. Because they'd never actually touched that place of who they truly, truly are mm. without all this outward projection of who they think they should be. Yeah. It was quite extraordinary. Yeah. So that's what you're getting to. Any sort of sound healing or meditation brings you back to who you truly are. Mm. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is. And I find quite often in sessions with you that I end up in a meditative state and it, it's the most amazing feeling to get that healing and then, you know, you, you're just almost suspended in that, you know, that mm. moment in time. Um, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's the same thing. It's mm. taking you to that same space, that same energy, that same feeling. Mm. That's what it's about. It's what this work is all about is about getting you back into that alignment of who you are yeah which is like you say so much more peaceful Mm. 
So what kind of tips would you give someone if they're just starting out meditating um, and they're really struggling with quieting the mind? I would try that exercise of creating the space between the thoughts. Yep. That And in this, you need to really remember you're just starting. Mm. So don't get into things like, oh, but it's not working. Mm. Well, you know, like we say, don't go to the gym once and you're an athlete. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's practice. Takes time. It does. Mm. And you need to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Kind, kind, kind. <laughs> you really do because you don't get this sort of stuff. You have been programmed in a particular way for, say, 32 years or 64 years or whatever it is. It's not going to happen in a moment. Mm. You might. You know, it does happen. Might be a miracle. It's extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, those things do happen. Yeah. But giving yourself the space and the kindness and the self-love to just keep going. Try and create that space. Make it bigger. Make it bigger. The other thing that I tell to clients is imagine the mind is a person who comes to your house every <laughs> day and tells you how awful you are <laughs> and how you're not good at anything mm. and, you know, you're a really rubbish sort of person you are. How long would it take you to stop answering the door and tell them to go away? fashion you would think is appropriate <laughs> not long I should imagine no so imagine the mind as somebody who's knocking on your door every day and telling you all the bad things about yourself which are not true by the way mm. not true not true not true and tell it to stop yeah to say no I don't accept that anymore stop it yeah just don't be firm <laughs> and seriously, when those things start coming in, you know, I'm mm. not accepting that. It works, trust me. These are all the things that I've done yep. for myself over the years. Like I said, my, my first inkling at 18, no, I might have been 17 actually, was observing a behaviour in myself and I was like, oh, I didn't like that. Mm. Oh, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> that did not feel good. It didn't feel good in my heart, anywhere in my body. Um, I felt awful. I felt awful that someone might have seen it. <laughs> just, I just, I was like, oh no, that is not me. I knew it wasn't me. It was something that I had learnt, a behaviour that I had learnt. Mm. Well, I'm going to stop doing that. And yeah. I never did it again. Yep. Because I was so mortified with myself. <laughs> But also that was my my first conscious thing about getting on my path yeah. of finding who I am. And I didn't understand – I mean I knew it was inherited but like now I really talk about the inherited energies, yeah. not just, you know, like the behaviours that you can see. So that's when I first really started on this um, path of this work really, mm. you know. Um I mean, I had been able to read energy as a kid too. Yeah. So it was all of that as well. But um, these are the things that I did to help myself because mm. I didn't know who, you know, who who could help me with it or yeah. any of those sort of things. So um, I, it's interesting. Someone read my energy the other week and said that I am somebody who. Um, gets the 
their idea, you know, the intuition about something. I'll try it out on myself. I'll make sure that that's actually a thing, that it works, and then I'll pass it on to other people and help them. Mm. And that has been true my entire life because that's what I did back then. Yeah. It's like how am I going to stop this? What am I going to do? And, you know, it's a bit of a process. Yeah. But um, that's how I did it. So that's how I explain it to other people as well. Yeah. And, you know, the one of the really big shifts was forgiveness. Mm. Really forgiving myself. I think that might be actually one of my life path lessons <laughs> is forgiveness. Yeah. Other people, myself, you know, forgiving myself for actually coming to the planet you know, because it's so harsh. Lots of lots of different intricate little yeah. subtle forgivenesses that I'm doing, have done and will do. And um, forgiving myself and really accepting myself and loving myself mm. for just being who I am. Yeah. Without any... Text around being a healer or an artist or a daughter or a mother or yeah partner or any of those things. Just, just being you. Yeah, mm. just the soul inside. Mm. So it is it is about the, the self-love, forgiveness, kindness and just giving yourself a break. Mm. You know, there's no big um, prize or goal or, you know, like, you and I had a conversation this morning like January has just ended yesterday and I felt like I've done a year's worth of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think Every, we all have. <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole um, – the, the whole years before that and I don't even know how many years, like all the information that I've received and all the healing that I've done and everything seems to have come into alignment in mm. January. Yep. And – so it's not like you think, oh, well, in six weeks I'm going to da-da-da-da-da. This has been a lifetime of work for me. Mm. But the beauty of it is you can see it coming. Like my manifestations are not really about physical stuff. Yeah. Mine are more about the insight and how I can receive information to help other people and myself and yeah. all of those sort of things. They're the sort of things that I manifest. And just watching that actually come through is really lovely. Yeah. Because universal timing is not our timing. No. Because there isn't time, you know, that's a whole different sort of series of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I, not for, I don't know how many years I've said time is a concept <laughs> <laughs> like, mostly because I used to always run late for things. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I find that um, things do come in that universal timing. Mm. Not when we think. No. But if you actually take the time and you're creating that space, you can actually see these things manifest in your life. They're generally not in the way that you thought that they would come. No. And they're usually better. Yeah. So when you're manifesting, if you don't put parameters around it um, and expectations, you will actually be receiving so much more beautiful things than you actually ever expected. Yeah. 
Mm. And, uh, you know, we, we've been talking today as well um, about, you know, when those things come into aligned, alignment and manifest, it's like that big aha moment. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Someone was listening <laughs> <laughs> and they answered me. Yeah. So, so really meditating helps us clear all that chatter and get us back into alignment with what we really, who we really are and yeah. what we want to do. Well, that's the thing. If you're not in that space, how do you know what it is you want to do? Mm. Because you've got all these set things that are, oh, I should be this. Mm. You know, if I'm a mother, I should be a mother in this way. If I'm a daughter, these are the things that you should be doing as a daughter. Yeah. You know, if I'm a boss, this is what I should be. And some of the most amazing companies on the planet don't follow those rules. No. With their management styles and things like that. Mm. It's more creative. Yeah. And that's what meditation's about. It's tapping into that creative space of mm. the universe, which is beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Well, I reckon it's time for us to go meditate. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I've already meditated today. Oh. <laughs> but, yes, I usually meditate a couple of times a day at least. Wow. And if I'm really shifting stuff, I'll meditate for hours. Yeah. I, I think the longest I've gone for is about an hour. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I've probably, That's a luxury. Yeah. Well, when I've really been working on things and um, shifting different stuff, I can meditate for hours and hours and hours. Wow. Mm. But to me that's like, it's like home. <laughs> it just feels so good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But – you know, a one-minute meditation is good too. Yeah. If it brings you back into alignment when you're feeling stressed or anything at work. Like you don't have to be sitting there with your eyes closed. Mm. Just breathe deeply, you know, and focus mm. on something that's in your space and just breathe. Yeah. Just breathing in, slowing down the, the energy in the body. And I think that's another big thing and that you've spoken to me about a lot as well is that we don't breathe. Oh. And meditation really opens that up. Absolutely. That, Like I said before, I had somebody read my energy the other week and they said that about me. You mm. have such an understanding of breath. Yeah. And it, it's true because you need to take that time to breathe it in. Your meditation could be visualising, imagining or intending the breath through the whole body, through every cell, through every organ, every space in between all of that, mm. the bones, the marrow, all the spaces, everything, just intending that breath to go there. Mm. That could be your meditation. That's it. It doesn't need to be complex. That's just – that is an amazing ride. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing is so important. Yeah. Well, I've got to do more meditating, I must admit. Well, and see, you know that. now, <laughs> we don't need to go into that sort of thing because it's really how you feel about it mm. makes a big difference. You know, I think one of our episodes today is about should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure I don't use that word anymore. Or replace it with something else. Mm. So it really is doing this because you really want to. Mm. Feeling in alignment with it and playing with it 
and find what it is for you. Mm. It could be talking to your dog or your cat or your bird or your lizard or, (laughs) you know, it doesn't have to be a particular thing. Mm. Find your thing. Do that. Yeah. Let's do it. Thank you for connecting. To open and explore the gateway to your healing path to kindness, visit inkindnessalways.com.